To be a nicer mom, you need to fix two things, the internal distorted brain message or external trigger. That's all, the internal messages or external triggers. Welcome to Be a Nice Mom, episode 13. I'm Nancy Lucas, the safe and calm mommy mentor and a conscious discipline certified instructor in Florida. Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible. Get a free audiobook download and three, not three, 30-day free trial at freeaudiobookfromnancy.com, freeaudiobookfromnancy.com. More than 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. You know, I want to tell you this story. I have I have lots of friends, and this one, her little three-year-old, cut her own hair, right? So some of you first-time moms, you are appalled when this happens. And, and you just, you know, you kind of go berserk, some of you. You know, it could be right in the front. It could have been a really huge patch off to the side. It could have been one in the middle where it just goes bing and stands up. <laughs> okay, let me just tell you, every three-year-old discovers the scissors and cuts their hair in some way, shape, or form. It's an exploration. I'm not an expert on that topic. I have no idea why they do it. I just know... All of my mom friends, at about age three, one of their kids cut their hair. So, why do we freak out about this, right? Like I said, the only reasons we freak out, we stress out, we explode, we implode, we react in a hurtful way, is either an internal distorted brain message or an external trigger. So, in this case, like a kid cutting their hair, I can't imagine that being an external trigger. I can see that as an internal distorted brain message. And this is why. We go to the mall, we look online, we custom order the first birthday outfit, you know, the Easter dresses. In my day, when I was growing up, our mothers made our dresses. And so if you had siblings, then everybody had the same color. You know, that's that's how it used to be done. And I guess some families still do that, but it, it's more common today to order these things or, or, you know, purchase them from a specialty store. And the reason we do this is because we want to look good. Why do we want to look good? Well, when we look good, we get accepted. And when we get accepted, people like us. And when people like us, we have friends. And when we have friends and we're inside the circle, when we're inside the pack, we are safer. It's, it's about safety and acceptance. And these are core issues to any human being. So moms, please don't feel bad if you have freaked out at your kid or you, know, you get upset about some of these things and they don't seem like extreme. They don't seem life-threatening and yet we have this you know, quick response that is almost like, well, if this were a serious situation, that's how we should respond. But let me tell you, your brain in milliseconds, in milliseconds, sees the boing on top of your kid's head and immediately three, three milliseconds has already calculated you're getting kicked out of the pack. You're being ousted and you're vulnerable and you'll get eaten alive. I know that sounds dramatic, but honestly, that's what your brain is calculating. It's always looking for the pattern. It's always looking for 
predictive methods to keep you safe as if <laughs> there is a woolly mammoth or some kind of giant tiger or dinosaur that's going to eat you. Your brain is designed to keep you safe. And that even means within your social circle, within the norms of your culture, right? Everybody's culture is a little different. You know, long hair, short hair, big frilly dresses, no pants allowed. I mean, you know, the more ink, the better. I mean, every culture has its thing. You know, every culture has its limits. And and I, I beg to say, in most cultures, funky little hairdo on the kid equals horrible mom. <laughs> You're just a bad mom. How could you let your child do that? Weren't you watching them? Right? I mean, the questions your mother or aunts or friends or whatever, it doesn't, doesn't, this is normal. This is normal. You love your child. Your child is safe. You are socially safe. And you can carry this incident with confidence. You can say, yeah, she discovered the scissors. Isn't that adorable? Haven't your kids done that? Do you remember doing that when you were a kid? I mean, you can just carry it with confidence. It does not mean you're a bad mom. It means your child discovered scissors and wanted to see what would happen. That's all it means. So developmentally, this is normal. An appropriate way to respond to the child would be, wow, you found the scissors and you cut your hair. You wanted to see what that would do. Maybe you wanted to see what it would feel like. And then you put your hand out and you say, give me the scissors. It is not safe to cut your own hair. Hand me the scissors. You shift the voice and ask for what you want. Honey, you wanted to explore scissors and that's not safe. Give me the scissors. And then you can go on, was it exploring? Was it she wants a haircut? Was it whatever? But you can handle it perfectly calmly. Wow, look at you, you found the scissors. You wanted to cut your hair. Wow, all right, give mommy the scissors. Mommy's gonna take the scissors because my job is to keep you safe and your job is to help me keep you safe. Let's look in the mirror. Look at you. Is it better with the bangs like that or should mommy trim it even now? Do you want to leave this boing on top or should we get a shorter haircut? Should we even it out? And they might let the spike be there for a while. And two days later say, mommy, can I have a haircut? You know? So that's, that's kind of the second lesson in this is, A, you're not going to get kicked out of the pack. B, it's normal. C, give it some time. You know, the kid may want a haircut the next day or may, may say, yeah, let's make it even now. I'm sorry, mommy. You know, however they play it out. The, the important thing is that we can express an unconditional love. That we don't have to shame the child or guilt the child for what they do. If you can see this as a natural exploration, then maybe you could handle it with a natural response. Like, wow, your bangs stick up now. You want to leave it like that? Or should mommy trim it? You know, make it even. Because the kids don't have the same, I'm going to get kicked out of the pack fear that you and I have. Right? Kids just go through life. Like, little ones especially. Those three-year-olds, it's all about me, man. I'm happy. Everybody loves me. Right? 
So you don't have to assign that fear to them. You don't have to teach them that fear. You could just let them have spiky hair for a few days or a couple of weeks and honor them for their creativity. You know, one of, one of my girlfriends says, what do you want for your child when they're 16? Do you want your kid to be paranoid about how they look? Do you want your kid worried about their friends not liking them so they do what their friends want them to do? That, that sounds a bit risky to me. I would rather my kid be seen as a creative little individual, as an explorer, an adventurer, and then look at the consequences. Do you want your hair sticking up like that? Oh, so you didn't like the consequences of that. Hmm. Well, what do you want to do about it? You want mommy to trim it, make it look nice? Okay, so what the child experienced is unconditional love, problem solving, and the ability to learn from what they did, like, wow, maybe I shouldn't do that next time. That's what they learned. And the other scenario was like, oh my gosh, look what you did. You know they're going to laugh at you at church and they're going to make fun of you at school. You shouldn't have used the scissors. Right? If we go through that whole tirade, now they're going to be, you know, we not, not at three, they don't have internal dialogue, but we're teaching them a pattern. What we model teaches them a pattern. So if we model calm, they know how to be calm when things are like, Oops, I shouldn't have done that. And if we freak out, what do they learn how to do? That's all I'm asking is, or not even asking, I'm suggesting when the little ones cut their hair, it's normal. Our response can be kind and calm so that they are honored for who they are. And we can set limits. Honey, scissors aren't safe for three-year-olds. Ask mommy when you want to use the scissors. And look at your hair. Do you want to leave it spiky like that? Or should we do something else? And they might say, leave it. And it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. You're not going to get kicked out of the pack, mama. All those other moms are going to love you. And they might laugh. And it's okay. We can laugh together. Yeah, I went to the bathroom and she discovered the scissors, you know? Yeah, I was changing the baby's diaper and the other one got the scissors. Yeah, I, I sat outside and had a coffee for two minutes. Like, I needed to breathe and this happened. <laughs> You're allowed self-care moments and kids will discover things quicker than we, we know they will. That's just normal. All right, so what I really want to work on for you is the tapping because the tapping is what's going to give you a relief from this internal distorted brain message that I won't be accepted, I won't have friends, I'm going to be alone, lonely, kicked out of the pack, all those things. For you, the listeners of Be A Nice Mom podcast, Audible offers a free audiobook download with a free 30-day trial to give you the opportunity to check out their service. Go to freeaudiobookfromnancy.com, freeaudiobookfromnancy.com. All right, ladies, let's do our tapping. So find a nice place to sit. You know, every week I think I tell you it takes 10 to 12 minutes, and I notice I go on to 15. So I'm going to tell you 12 to 15 today. <laughs> let's see if I can tighten it up and get us done in 12 minutes. All right. So the, the, the point of tapping, if you're not familiar, is it releases unconscious thoughts 
which are lodged in one part of our brain and our logic is lodged in the other side of the brain, but they're often not connected. So when we tap on the left and right side of our body, we are doing a cross lateral stimulation. So these two, you know, illogical thoughts, like I'm going to be kicked out of the pack and logical thoughts, like their three-year-olds have done it too. They're probably just going to laugh with me, right? So we're going to come to those, you know, merge those two together in a physical and unconscious way with the tapping. Well, not unconscious, but we're going to pull up out of the unconscious some of these scary thoughts. And by tapping, which opens the left and right side of the brain, put in some affirmations. So we'll have three rounds. In the beginning, I'm going to do a, a tapping on that fleshy part of your uh, hand. You know, it's like a karate chop. And then the left hand is on top and the right hand is tapping into that fatty side of your left hand. And we'll do that three times and then we'll move on to the tapping. And the tapping, I do three rounds. The first one is, you know, the, the scary hard parts of it. The third round is a middle, like what if, because your brain needs to have a transition and the ability to question its own thoughts as maybe this pattern isn't going to keep me safe anymore. You know, maybe I can let go of that pattern. And then the third one are some affirmations around this topic. Okay, so find a comfortable spot and here we go. Hiya! Even though my kid gave themselves a haircut and I'm embarrassed, I fully and completely love and accept myself. Even though my kid gave himself a haircut and I am so embarrassed, I fully and completely love and accept myself. Even though my kid gave herself a haircut and I'm embarrassed, I fully and completely love and accept myself. All right, start at the, um, between your eyebrows, tapping left and right. Oh my gosh, I can't believe they did that. This is so embarrassing. I feel mortified. <laughs> I, I don't even want to go in public outside the eyes. And I feel like such a bad mom. Like, really? Scissors? What? Where was I? Was that really more important? Shouldn't I have kept an eye on my son, my daughter? Like... Every moment. I can't even close my eyes around here. And I shouldn't have. I should have my eyes open all the time, every day, all night long. I should know. I should, I should keep all these things from happening. Under the eyes. I'm the mom. I know better. I should do better. It's not, ugh, this shouldn't have happened. Under the nose. <sighs> What's their dad gonna say? What are the neighbors gonna say? What are the moms at the playgroup gonna say? It's the Sunday school teacher. They're all gonna think I'm a bad mom. They're all going to think, oh, she doesn't even watch her kids. 
How could she let that happen? On the chin. And I'm going to stand there, red in the face. I'm going to be angry. I'm going to be mad that people think like this. I'm going to... Oh, probably shut down and not say anything or probably lash out or just want to walk away. That's going to be embarrassing. On the collarbone. Why do these things have to happen to me? Like, I mean, I just want friends. I don't, I don't want them to, you know, shun me. I don't want them to be, you know, snarky about it or talking behind my back. <sighs> Under the arms. And I'm, I'm, I don't know. You know, it just feels like I'm, I'm, I'm going to be embarrassed and, and then maybe they won't like me and, you know, maybe I'll have a harder time making friends on top of the head. It's like this one little thing and I, I, you know, just freaked out about it right away. You know, I, I overreacted. Take a deep breath. Take another deep breath. Where do you feel it in your body? Your legs, your torso, your arms, your neck, your head. You're just noticing. Sometimes when we can learn to notice ourselves, that'll warn us, you know, that something is coming. It's like, oh, I feel that. Hold on, let me put the brakes on this situation. And sometimes when we practice noticing ourselves, it helps us notice our little people, right? Sometimes we assign feelings and attitudes to children that aren't even really there. If we just noticed, we might get a different bit of information. Instead of predicting, just noticing. So just notice in your own body, where are you feeling this? All right, we're going to move on to round two. This is a what if. This is a what if round to create new possibilities and help your brain create new patterns. Between the eyes, what if this isn't so bad? What if it's not the end of the world? What if this little hairstyle <laughs> could actually be cute? Outside the eyes. What if I can apologize to my kid for reacting the way I did? And what if I could just be sweet about it and, you know, be curious why they did it and, you know, find some other avenue for cutting? Because cutting is a little stage. They like to notice that effect. What if I could find something else? Some foam? Some yarn? some paper, little, little, um, you know, the foam peanuts and packaging, glurch. What if I could look up a recipe for glurch and 
do any number of cutting activities because they like that part of it at three. Under the eyes. What if my friends and other people are just going to accept me for who I am and accept my kid for who they are? What if, what if they just laugh with us? What if they have some really cute story like, oh, Johnny cut his hair and right before school pictures. <laughs> Under the nose. What if being vulnerable creates connection with another mom who had a similar thing happen and feels just as embarrassed? What if being imperfect is okay? What if accepting my kid just as they are is helpful? What if other people who see my kid like this are actually going to smile and have a brighter day? On the chin. What if I can be calm and... Or... What if I can feel the fear of, I'm going to get kicked out of the pack, I'm not going to be accepted? What if I could recognize it? I'm, I'm afraid I'm not going to be accepted. I'm embarrassed. And, and just say, it's okay that you feel that way. It's okay to feel that way. And that fear might not be true. Mm-hmm. <laughs> On the collarbone. So what if I can face my fears and challenge them? What if I could face the internal distorted brain messages like I'm not going to be accepted and challenge it? Oh really? You're not going to be accepted? How do you know that? <laughs> what if I was in charge of these messages instead of letting them take charge of me? What if I could be in charge of these feelings and thoughts? Under the arms. What if I know exactly the next step to solve this problem? What if I already know the next step? On top of the head. Wow, there was so much that happened in that minute. And what if I could just slow down my response? What if I could freeze frame the image of scissor cutting or the moment I'm not going to be accepted and challenge it and come up with a better response? What if I could freeze it, challenge it, and come up with a better answer? All right, we're going to go to third round. See if you notice in your body. See if anything's shifted or it's different. Maybe you feel lighter or just see what you notice. Okay, now we're going to do um, 
the final round, and this is all the affirmations about what we have experienced. So between the eyes, I did it. <laughs> I can see the situation, the hair cutting image. I can take a deep breath. I can find a solution. I can apologize. I can be kind. And I can be resourceful. Outside the eyes, I can help my child explore. I can find any other areas that might not be safe, scissors, knives, chemicals, medicines, and I can put them all in a safe place now. I realize I can use this as a learning experience. I can recognize they, they can reach higher, climb, and do more now. <laughs> so I can create more safety. That's what I can learn from this. Under the eyes. And I can also use it to be creative together. Find cutting activities and fun stuff together. Under the nose. And I can be confident when I meet my family, my friends, church. Just say, yes, she did. Isn't she creative? Isn't he adorable? Yep, he sure did cut his hair. Love my little pumpkin. I can trust that I am safe. I am loved. And I can handle the next social setting. I'll be okay. on the chin. It's okay for people to have a different opinion from me. I have created safety. I love my child. And it's probably normal for three-year-olds to do this. On the collarbone, so when life doesn't go my way, I can recognize the triggers or the internal distorted brain messages. I can recognize the triggers and internal distorted brain messages. I can keep calm. I can problem solve and I can use a safe voice with my children. Under the arm. So when life doesn't go my way, I can smile, take a deep breath, and relax before responding, not reacting. I can respond in kindness. I can set limits on top of the head. So I, I can handle when life doesn't go my way. 
and I can keep my children safe and we can laugh about it together. There you go, mamas. Go be a nice mom.